Hey, what's going on? It's Anthony Dean, and you're listening to Change the Game for Friday, April 24th, 2020. What's going on, guys? How are you doing in this quarantine life? Hopefully, you guys are staying safe, staying inside, except when you need to go outside and to work out and whatnot. I've been staying inside, working on some stuff, uh, watching the NFL Draft. Watching the new Star Wars Clone Wars episode that came out this morning. And man, if you're a Star Wars fan, you haven't seen it. I can't recommend enough that you go watch it. But this episode has nothing to do with that. It is the 24th. So we have to talk about the Black Mamba, the GOAT, Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, What I wanted to do for this episode, because I know I have a couple other episodes I'm supposed to do. But um, on the 13th was the anniversary of Kobe's. 60 point game to end his career and then of course this past sunday was the premiere of the last dance documentary and by the way the first two episodes were amazing cannot wait for episodes three and four specifically the rodman episode uh so much to look forward to that especially the wcw footage from when rodman went on wcw instead of going to a bulls practice during the finals i mean it's just going to be an insane episode cannot wait for that but it got me thinking because Twitter was just a a argument. Uh, it was a it was a fight fight night basically on Twitter between LeBron James fans and Michael Jordan fans over who is the goat. Us Kobe fans were just sitting there watching the documentary, just waiting for Kobe to appear and preparing not to burst into tears. That's what we were doing. Kobe did not show up in the first two. I guess spoiler alert for that, but. Kobe Bryant, to me, is the greatest basketball player of all time. I'm unapologetic in that opinion. I don't care what you think about that opinion. Like, I really could care less. There's nothing you could say to convince me otherwise. I've talked about it before. This episode is going to be honoring the GOAT, and we're going to do that by listing off Kobe Bryant's top 10 seasons of his entire career. Actually, it's going to be top 12. I labeled it as top 10 because... um, I've heard from YouTubers and whatnot that putting top 10 is just better than putting like top 12. I've seen that on many lists before. People say it's top 10 list, but really it's like 11 or 12. And that's how I felt because really I couldn't talk about Kobe Bryant seasons without talking about these 12. So going to kick off this top 10 or 12, whatever you want to call it, list with the number 12 season of Kobe Bryant's career And that is the 2011-2012 season. Now, this season ended in disappointment. Uh, One of the angriest moments in my entire basketball watching life, sports watching life, happened during this season in the playoffs in Game 4 of the Western Conference semifinals between the Lakers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Lakers had the lead only to watch it slip away and watch Kevin Durant just crush our hearts. That was easy money sniper. Uh, the Durantula, he crushed our hearts, beating the Lakers in that Game 4. And then just the the anger of Game 5. Really, when you look at Games 2, 4, and 5, all should have been Laker Ws. Uh, the Lakers should have won that series. But I want to talk about this season as a whole. This was a season where Kobe Bryant should have been the scoring champion. It was not his fault that he didn't win the scoring championship. Uh, he was not played enough in the fi- he didn't really play in the final game of the season and that ruined his chances at the scoring title. Now I don't think Kobe Bryant really cared about that, but he ended up averaging 27.9 points per game, 
coming off that 2010-11 season where he had a very good season, don't get me wrong, especially getting the All-Star MVP, the final uh, All-Star MVP of his career. But many people were saying, well, this is it. This is the decline of the Black Mamba. He gets that surgery before the season. He did miss quite a few games in this season. He only played, uh, I believe he played 58 games in this season. So one of his shorter seasons, but listen, uh, a season that for 12, it was hard because there was another season that I didn't put on this list, and that was the 0405 season that didn't make the list as great as Kobe Bryant was in that season. The reason I didn't put that season on the list is because he was injured for a bunch of games. This one ranked a little higher just because of the fact that they made the playoffs. Obviously, they had a better team than he did in the 0405 season, but I just felt like this was a very great Kobe Bryant season. Um, they beat the Hornets in the first round. Or excuse me, no. They beat the Nuggets in the first round of the playoffs. It was a seven-game series. They beat the Hornets the year before. That was Chris Paul's final year with the Hornets. And listen, this season started off with the biggest screw job in the history of the Lakers, really in NBA history in my opinion, which was the uh, infamous vetoed Chris Paul trade. The Lakers pulled off a great deal involved for every team. Uh, the Rockets got Pau Gasol. The Hornets got Lamar Odom. They got a bunch of uh, Luis Scola, a bunch of great pieces for their team. And the Lakers got Chris Paul. It was going to be, it was basically like signed and done. Kobe Bryant had just basically won his sixth and seventh championships because let me tell you, if that trade goes through, Kobe Bryant's right now has seven rings and many more people would probably be saying that Kobe Bryant is the greatest basketball player of all time. I can assure you that not only would he have seven rings, he'd have seven rings in nine finals appearances, unlike LeBron James, who has three championships in nine finals appearances. Three and six against seven and two. Ooh, I don't know. What's better? Hmm. But that being said, Kobe Bryant balled out this year. Some great moments in this season. Uh, Dwayne Wade breaks his nose at the All-Star game, and Kobe Bryant puts on the mask and just proceeds to obliterate teams. You had back-to-back Sunday showcase games where the Lakers played home games against the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat who would go on to win the championship that year, and the Boston Celtics who would go on to go to the Eastern Conference Finals and take that Heat team to seven games. Really, the NBA champion was probably decided in that series, although Oklahoma City would have given the Celtics everything they could have handled. I don't know how Boston could have handled OKC in their youth. That being said, I would if that series happened, I'd bet on the Celtics. I'd bet on the the experience and Rajon Rondo just being a monster at that point. But again, Kobe Bryant was just unbelievable in those two games. And the game that really pops up, another regular season moment, it was against the Thunder. And this was the game where Metal World Peace knocked out James Harden cold with the elbow. The Lakers were down by about 20-plus points. Kobe wills them back in the game, hits one of the most ridiculous shots to tie the game, and they end up winning the ball game in overtime. Just another classic Kobe moment. Um, this was a season full of great memories. It ended in um, terrible fashion. Honestly, it was very annoying uh, for me personally how the season had ended because this was another season where the Lakers could have made it to the finals and they could have won Kobe's sixth ring that he never got. Uh, but this is how great Kobe Bryant is. There are more seasons that were better than this. And I want to preface this by saying this list is a combination of many things um, where these seasons rank. 
just because he won a championship doesn't mean it's going to be like the best season. So the top five is not going to be all his championship seasons, although a good many of them are going to be uh, in his top five because winning a championship is a you know that's a that's the best accomplishment you could get as a basketball player. I, I would think winning the championship and being the best or second best player on a championship team that is a unbelievable accomplishment in my opinion i mean i don't there's there's really that's like the pinnacle of playing the nba right isn't that what you do you play to win the championship but that's not everything that goes into this list it's a combination of everything with how great he was you know so with that being said coming in at number 11 was the 2003-2004 season Uh, another season that ended in disappointment for lakers fans of course we all know that this was where the Detroit Pistons uh, dominated the Lakers in five quick games, uh, won the NBA championship. But this is the season, this was the second season that Kobe Bryant was, in my opinion, and, and many others actually, and people like to go back and say, well, Kobe Bryant was never definitively the best player in the world. No, this was Kobe Bryant's second year of being the best player in the world. Kobe Bryant was the best player in the world from the 2002-2003 season all the way up to the 29-10 season, like he was the best player every single year. He was the best player in the world all of those seasons. Then you get to 2010-11, that's where Dirk Nowitzki kind of stole that title from him in the playoffs. And then, you know, you know, LeBron James then did take over and he was the best player in the world for a good minute as well. But people like to say, oh, LeBron James is the best player in the world since like 06-07. People were starting to say LeBron. No, not a chance. I'm sorry. LeBron didn't get that title until, the, to me, the earliest you could say that is 2011-12. Honestly, because he won the championship. But again, we're talking about Kobe Bryant, not LeBron James. And 2003-2004 was a season that was marred in controversy, of course. This is when the famous Colorado trials were going on. Uh, this was one of those years where you would think that any player would struggle with everything that was going on in his life. But Kobe Bryant had this ability to just shut out everything from the outside world and get on that court and absolutely ball out. The man was the best player in the world, like I said. He averaged 24 points a game. Uh, you know, not the you know he didn't score as much as he did in 2012. So you think, well, was he really that much better? I think he was. He averaged five assists and five rebounds a game, uh, almost two steals and almost half a block. So I really believe that this season, for all the difficulties surrounding him, being accused of rape, um, with everything that was going on, he had a court trial going on. He had to fly from Colorado to, to a Lakers game, and he'd go out and just snap and ball out. Like, it was unbelievable. And then the way that he was able to carry that team throughout the playoffs, he's the best player on the Lakers. He was clearly better than Shaquille O'Neal. Um, in the NBA Finals, listen, people love to blame Kobe Bryant for that Finals loss. First of all, Kobe Bryant is the only reason that they won one game. He hit one of the most ridiculous shots ever. And at the end of game two to send it to overtime, the big time three. Uh, definitely don't understand why the Pistons didn't foul, but you didn't really do that back then. Teams didn't really think about that, of course. But Kobe Bryant just stuck a three right in Rip Hamilton's face. And let's be honest, you watch that series. Go watch every single game. I'm telling you, Kobe Bryant was fouled almost every single play. Like off the ball, Tayshaun Prince was grabbing his jersey, holding him. Like this was some... This was some straight BS in my opinion. Like I've gone back and watched that many, many times. And I've just not even watched the ball. I just watched Kobe move around. I wanted to see because I heard people say that before. 
And I was like, you know what? I think that's what happened too because I think I remember that from back in the day. Being such a Kobe fan at the time, I usually paid attention to whatever Kobe was doing anyway. And yeah, that's exactly what happened. He was being followed almost every play, especially by Tayshaun Prince. He was the worst one. And another reason they lost, of course, was Karl Malone got injured. Karl Malone doesn't get hurt. And the Lakers, I think, win that championship. That was... That was the straw that broke the camel's back. The Lakers had absolutely no depth. They had to turn to Luke Walton, who started going crazy in Game 2 of that Finals. So again, another great season by Kobe Bryant. Uh, Martin controversy, but man, he got him to the NBA Finals. Uh, a great Pistons team, a team that's so underrated. People don't understand. That is probably the greatest defensive team of all time. Like You got five guys on there who could all do Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Tayshaun Prince, Rashid Wallace, who is severely underrated, and Big Ben Wallace, one of the greatest defenders of all time, what three-time defensive player of the year. And let's be honest, Ben Wallace should have won the finals MVP because that's the other reason they lost this series. He severely outplayed Shaq. And listen, Shaq was at the end of his road with the Lakers. Shaq needed to get traded to motivate himself because the next year in Miami, he went on to tear it up, probably should have won the MVP. I have no problem with Steve Nash winning that MVP, but like, if you had to ask me, like, for my vote, who's the MVP? No, it was Shaquille O'Neal, that's for sure. But I have no problem with Steve Nash winning that MVP. We'll talk about the other one later. But again, just a great season by Kobe Bryant. Had a lot of difficulties going through that season. Like, I don't understand how he balled out the way that he did. But, I mean, you really shouldn't wonder because that's the GOAT. But coming in at number 10, and this is might be a controversial decision. I was kind of, eh, do I put it this low? But coming in at number 10 is actually going to be the... 1999-2000 season. I thought I was not going to put this all the way at 10. I actually thought I was going to put it at 9, but I thought about it more and this was a great season by Kobe Bryant. Like let let me let me be clear. This was an unbelievable season. This was his first championship. Shaquille O'Neal obviously was the better player than Kobe Bryant. No doubt about it. Um and honestly like when you look at just like the seasons, yeah, 04, 12, even um 05 They might have been better seasons, but then the playoffs just changed everything. Like Kobe Bryant came through in so many clutch moments for the late. Let's start first round against uh, the Phoenix Suns. Hits the big game winning jump shot game two over Jason Kidd. That was the first one. Then how about this? Everybody said, well, Shaq was clearly better than Kobe Bryant 2000. I mean, he was, but I need to, I always remind people when people tell me that Shaq was a better all-time player than Kobe Bryant, that discussion really was like ended It would have been, barring injury, Kobe was going to be a better all-time player than Shaq after this season. Let me tell you why. And I I talked about it in the Kobe podcast I did before, but I'm going to go over it again. The most important game of Shaquille O'Neal's career was during the 2000 season. He was one vote away from the unanimous MVP. Uh, He should have been unanimous MVP. Allen Iverson stole that vote. And they were going into a Game 7 with the Portland Trailblazers. The Lakers led this series three games to one, and then they lost in L.A., lost Game 6 in Portland. So they're back in L.A. They've just blown a 3-1 to lead to force it to a Game 7 before the 3-1 to memes were even thought of as a joke. They were very close to blowing this series, and they were going to need a tremendous effort from both Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. 
and really what happened was Shaq struggled in this game. Like he had a pretty good game, no doubt about it. Like it's not like he had a terrible game. That's not what I'm saying, but like let's be honest, Shaq has had many better games than this and I always point this out to people in the most important game of Shaquille O'Neal's career. Kobe Bryant outscored him, out-rebounded him, out-assisted him, had three more blocks than him, and had two less turnovers. Two less turnovers for a for a guard who is the main ball handler on the team. Listen, Shaq was great, no doubt. But let me repeat that again. Kobe Bryant, who was very young at the time, this was what, his what fourth year in the league now? Or fifth year, yeah, fifth, no, fourth year, yeah, fourth year in the league. This is his fourth season in the league. Fourth season in the league. This is only his second year as really a full-time starter. This is his second year as a full-time starter. His rookie year only started six games. Uh, second year, he only started one game, made the all-star team because he was, he was clearly an all-star regardless. Coming off the bench, he was a beast, monster. Then 98-99, he finally gets to start every game that he plays. He started 50 games, and that's how many games he played in the regular season. So this was his second year as a full-time starter. In the playoffs, man, like I said, at Game 7, that's 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 the that was the deciding factor. All Kobe Bryant had to do at that point was really just ball out continuous proje- uh, projection. Didn't even have to be better than Michael Jordan. Just had to be great. He was going to be a better all-time player than Shaq just off that alone. Like, I'm sorry, but this was Shaq's most important game of his whole career. So, there's that. And then, of course, we all know the Indiana Pacers were trailing in the NBA Finals two games to one. Shaq falls out and Kobe Bryant takes over in overtime. He absolutely saved the season, put him up 3-1, and that was it. That was all she wrote. The Pacers did win game uh, five. But the Lakers went right back home for game six and sealed the deal. Won the NBA championship, Kobe and Shaq's first title. Listen, Kobe just wasn't a monster in the regular season statistically, you know, because Shaq was the main guy. But those moments by Kobe Bryant, really, you could argue that this, that's why I said it's tough for me to even say that that was the the, the 10th best season of his career. When I first made this list, I actually did not have it like that. I had it where this was the ninth best season, but I thought about it more. And coming in at number nine is the 2006-2007 season. Uh, This is the first season that I have on the list where I believe Kobe Bryant should have won the MVP. Now, this is similar to the first Steve Nash MVP in 2004-2005 season where Shaq should have won. I would have voted for Shaq, but I have no problem with Steve Nash winning that MVP. Now, this season... Kobe Bryant should have won the MVP. He was the scoring champion for the second year in a row. He got the Lakers to the playoffs just like the year before uh, to a seventh seed with the horrible starting lineup of having Kwame Brown as his starting center and Smush Barker as his starting point guard. And he still got him to the playoffs. In the West, this isn't the East. This isn't LeBron James East. This isn't Giannis in the East. This is Kobe Bryant in the West. But I have no problem with Dirk Nowitzki winning the MVP. The Mavs had a great season. They were a great team. They did get upset by the Golden State Warriors, but a great, great, great season for Dirk. No problem with him winning that MVP. But if it were my vote, it would have went to Kobe. Not even a question. He was the best player in the world. He was the most valuable player. 
Without him on that team, the Lakers are the worst team in the league, probably. Like, Lamar Odom is good. Like, he's really good. But his best years were as a sixth man. And he was a starter. No doubt. Like, Lamar... I love Lamar Odom. I, I don't like saying bad things about Lamar. But, like, you can't do much with Lamar as your second best player. I'm sorry. Especially if he's not coming off the bench. He's better coming off the bench. Like, him as a sixth man is such a weapon to use. And so, Kobe Bryant was just... He was amazing in this season. This is where Kobe was starting to get tired of the Lakers. They went to the first round against Phoenix, and they really got smoked right out of it in five games. They had Amari this year. There was no chance for Kobe to do much. At least he got one game because Kobe doesn't really get swept like that. So, you know, obviously he did get swept by the Mavs in 2011, but other than that, and he was dealing with a lot of injuries. That's why he got the knee drain and the, the procedure in, what was it, uh, Germany. He had the Germany procedure. Ironic, because Dirk swept him and he went to Germany to get a procedure. That is ironic. But, yeah, this was a great, great season. Um, The reason I rank it higher over the 2000 season is because Kobe should have won the MVP. I thought about it, and Kobe was too great, where this season can't really be any lower than nine. Because this should have been an MVP season. Like I said, this is like Shaq should have won the MVP in 2005. I have no problem with Steve Nash winning that MVP. Same situation here. Kobe Bryant should have won back-to-back MVPs. No problem with him not winning it here. Now, nah, the year before, whoo, I got a lot to say. But I've said a lot before, and I'll continue to say more later. But that season is higher up on the list. So, yeah, 2007, another great, great season for Kobe Bryant. But coming in at number eight is going to be the 2002-2003 season this was Kobe Bryant's coming out party is the best player in the world. He averaged 30 points a game, basically six assists and seven rebounds, 5.9 and 6.9 respectively. But this should have been his very first MVP award. Uh, no doubt Tim Duncan won it. Did not deserve it in my opinion. Should have been Kobe Bryant's. Um, no disrespect, Tim Duncan. You could give him the MVP the year before. Really, that should have went to Jason Kidd. I don't like disrespecting Tim Duncan either, but Kobe should have won the MVP in 03. He was great that season. This was coming off uh, the three-peat for the Lakers. They didn't win the championship. And you could all trace it back to Kobe. Had a chance to take the shot, but he was double-teamed and made the perfect pass to Robert Ory in Game 5. And Ory just, it was a shot that everybody, I thought it was going in. It just went in and out. And the Lakers lost that game. They were down by almost 20, almost came back. And then the Spurs blew them right out in Game 6. And that was it for the Lakers in that season, the three-peat. Uh, the quest for a four-peat was over with. Season was over. Now then, then they try to they get Gary Payton, Carl Malone, and try to uh, make a super team. Didn't work out, but they almost won the chip off that. If Malone doesn't get hurt, like I said before, they would have won the chip. But this was Kobe Bryant, what should have been his first MVP. Uh, really, when you think about it, it should have been you know, like I said, oh seven, oh three. Um, there are a couple others that were egregious, but it should have been the first of around at least five MVPs, in my opinion. Um, one of these years that I thought he should have won MVP might be controversial to you. Uh, and that's the season we're going to talk about right now, because coming in at number seven is going to be the 2012-2013 season. Uh, Kobe Bryant should have won the MVP this year. He was not the best player. In the world. LeBron James was the best player in the world at this point. I'm not debating that. But... People have told me all the time the MVP isn't about the best player in the world, most valuable. Well, listen, this Lakers team was not going to make the playoffs. Kobe Bryant had to basically force Mike D'Antoni to play him 40-plus minutes. He wouldn't come out of the game. He absolutely willed the Lakers to the playoffs, a team that shouldn't have made it. This was the Dwight Howard, Steve Nash 
a year where they acquired Dwight Howard and Steve Nash in the offseason. They traded a god godly amount of picks for an old Steve Nash. He got hurt right away. Dwight Howard was hurt, but he decided to play right away anyway. It was just a mess. Dwight still was really good on the defensive end. Kobe tried to get him to be the defensive guy, and that it worked out then. But, of course, then the most tragic moment of Kobe Bryant's basketball career happened. He tears his Achilles. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was against the Golden State Warriors on a Friday night. And, yeah, I remember that day like it was yesterday. I remember him going down. I remember seeing him in the locker room crying. I was tearing up, too. Like, that was a hard, hard pill to swallow. But, in my opinion, he should have won the MVP. People are mad because Carmelo got a vote, uh, so LeBron didn't get unanimous. I'm glad LeBron didn't get unanimous because, to me, Kobe Bryant was the MVP of that season. That's just my opinion. You know, most people are going to label it as, oh, Kobe's Stan and, yeah, whatever. But that's just my opinion. I didn't say Kobe was even a better player than LeBron at that point. But And let me tell you something. If Kobe didn't get hurt, like, we had some great memories that season. The, the crazy uh, three-point barrage against the Raptors where uh, they were down, and Kobe hit three threes to end up tying the game because they never stopped the Raptors from scoring after those threes. So he literally had to hit three threes just to force it to overtime and then dunked it home. FTW for the win. And it was just a, uh, just one of many great moments from that season. But again, Kobe Bryant should have been the MVP in that season. I'll tell you what, if he didn't tear his Achilles, the Lakers would have went to the finals, in my opinion. They would have made it. Kobe would have got him there as long as he stayed healthy. That's what I'm saying. If he stayed healthy that whole playoffs, they were going to make it, and they were going to play Miami in the finals. And unlike the Spurs, the Lakers were not going to choke that series. Kobe's going to beat LeBron in the finals, and then that debate would have been rested forever. Then nobody, You could never have debated that if Kobe Bryant in his... 17th season beat LeBron James and that Miami Heat team in the finals. You could not tell me that you could ever argue that LeBron better all-time player than Kobe Bryant. Because LeBron James had a way had a way better team than Kobe too. Come on, man. So this is it's a shame for sure that that happened, but it is what it is. But listen, that was just a tremendous season, and really all these seasons by Kobe Bryant were absolutely phenomenal. Coming in at number six, though, is going to be, this was tough. This was very, very tough uh, because it was just, you know, like these these next three seasons were all very, very close. But coming in at number six is going to be the 2001-2002 season, uh, the three-peat season for Kobe Bryant. Now, listen. I have this ranked actually lower than the 01 season because actually Kobe played a little bit better in 01. Let's give him credit. But this was a great season by Kobe Bryant and a phenomenal playoff run. Came through in big-time moments against the Kings in that uh, controversial Western Conference Finals. But this is the season where Kobe really established himself as being, you know, one of the two or three best players in the world. Well, this was the second season in a row, I should say. The first season was obviously 01, where he really established himself as, yeah, I'm I'm one of the two or three best in the world. Uh, that, that was a fact, because Allen Iverson was up there with him. But th- yeah, this was actually, yeah, this was the first season where Kobe Bryant was really a top two player, because uh, unquestionably, Allen Iverson was probably the best player in the world in 2001. So 
coming off that, Kobe Bryant took over. He became better than Allen Iverson. So, yeah, I guess, yeah. This was the season where he became a top two player. Now, 01 is where he was a top three player, finally. So, again, this was a phenomenal season by Kobe Bryant. It ended in his third championship. Uh, championships don't make the list, though. It's not just about championships. Of course, all five of his championship seasons made the top ten. Only three of them made the top five. So coming in at number five is the 2007-2008 season, the first season that Kobe Bryant won league MVP and the only time he won league MVP. A tragedy if I've ever heard one. Um, This should have been, um, if we're being honest, this should have been his fourth MVP. should have won it in 2002-2003, This should have been just like Larry Bird three-peated. Kobe Bryant should have had a three-peat. And he should have had a four-peat. And listen, Michael Jordan should have had more MVPs than he won. It's just like, it's more egregious to me that Kobe got gypped of MVPs because he only ended up getting one. And then there are people who have the audacity to say that Chris Paul deserved the MVP over Kobe Bryant. I am not trying to hear it. Kobe Bryant was the MVP of this season, too. I don't care about trading for Pau Gasol. The, the Lakers were basically the first seed before they got Pau Gasol that year. And then... Kobe gets them to the NBA Finals. They destroyed uh, Denver. They go through the second round, and they beat the Spurs, the defending champs in the conference finals. And By the way, that first round against Denver, they swept them. That was uh, AI and Mellow's last season together. Uh, interesting fact right there, but in Denver. But then they beat the Spurs in the conference finals. Then we get to the NBA Finals of 2008. Boston Celtics, Los Angeles Lakers, rivalry renewed. And, of course, we all know about the Game 2 where the Celtics got all those free throws. And it was very clear to me that the NBA was trying to set it up, that it would go seven games. They were trying to guarantee a seven-game series, which to me is dumb because that series was going seven. That was going to be a seven-game series, and the Lakers were going to get them in seven, in my opinion. In my opinion, the NBA really kind of robbed Kobe because Kobe was going to win that Game 2. Then the series was going to play out the way that it did. Uh, They would have got blown out in Game 6, and it would have been set up for a Game 7 where Kobe would have gotten the win on the road in the Boston Garden. Unfortunately, that's not what happened, and that's not the only reason they lost. We all know the Paul Pierce wheelchair incident. We all know about that. Uh, We all know about the just way that Kevin Garnett, who should have been Finals MVP, by the way, just bullied Paul Gasol, uh, really sunned him. He made Paul Gasol... Uh, Kevin Garnett was your daddy in the 2008 finals. And I love me some Paul Gasol. Don't get me wrong, but I did not love me some Paul Gasol uh, after that series. I was very infuriated with him because Kobe Bryant deserved more help. Uh, He tried by himself to beat a team that had Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and then a very young Rajon Rondo. Couldn't do it by himself. He tried. Andrew Bynum was also hurt. Uh, Not having Bynum was a big deal as well. Everybody, all these Celtics fans, oh, Kendrick Perkins wasn't... Uh, playing in Game 7. Well, you know what? That meant that Rasheed Wallace started, and Rasheed Wallace was a big factor in that Game 7. Uh, he was more valuable than Kendrick Perkins would have been in that scenario because Rasheed Wallace had some big buckets in that Game 7, and Rasheed Wallace is an absolute legend. I'll take Rasheed Wallace any day of the week over Kendrick Perkins. That's not a slight at Kendrick Perkins, by the way. Rasheed Wallace is just a bad man. So, you know... But that is what it is. You know, 2008, he won the MVP. It was great to see that finally happen for Kobe. 
Uh, I'm glad at least he got one MVP. It was just a tragedy that he couldn't get more and that they couldn't win the championship that year. So he could have got two three-peats, but it is what it is. Lakers moved on the next year, and, you know, we all know what happened next. But those two seasons will be talked about in a quick second. But coming in at number four is going to be the 2000-2001 season. Uh, This is the second championship of Kobe Bryant's career. This is the third championship season that I've talked about, and it's the uh, final one of that initial three-peat. And this was Kobe Bryant's best season out of uh, his three-peat. Because he was just unbelievable this season. He averaged 28.5 points a game, 5 assists, 5.9 rebounds. Uh, again, 1.7 steals. He was phenomenal. Uh, 0.6 blocks. He was phenomenal. Uh, the 2000-2001 Lakers were so amazing. Like They swept through the playoffs. They only lost one game in the entire playoffs. That was to Allen Iverson. Game one of the 01 finals. Allen Iverson won the MVP that year. He was the best player in the world. So that, you know, we'll, we'll give him a pass for that. No problem. But listen, Kobe Bryant was unbelievable in 2001. Like, I can't stress how great he was. This is where, like I said before, this is where he he established himself as I'm a top three player in the world. Arguably top two. I mean, you could say Shaq and Kobe were both better than AI. I'd say AI was the best player in the world that year. Uh, He deserved that accolade. AI was unbelievable that season. Honestly, I get sick and tired of the shade that's constantly thrown at AI, acting like he wasn't as great as he was. You know, to me, he was, they asked who was the best player wore three. Yeah, Allen Iverson was the best player to wear number three. He was better than Dwayne Wade. I don't care that Dwayne Wade's got three championships. AI was a better player, and he's a better player than Steph Curry, too. Don't at me. (laughs) But listen, regardless, Kobe Bryant was great in 2001. Was the season where he won his second championship. Him and Shaq were just perfectly in sync. They were on another level at this point. This is to me, this is the greatest team of all time. I'd put this team, this team would take out uh the 95-96 Bulls. I agree 100% with what Shaq said. It really is depending on what Shaq does with his free throws. Uh but I'm taking the Lakers in that series, no doubt about it. Now we get into the hardest part of the list, uh, in my opinion, and that was ranking uh, the 2009, 2010, and 2006 seasons. These were the hardest to rank for sure. I knew they were the three best. What order? It's almost like I still don't know what I'm going to say for number three, but coming in at number three is going to be, and this is hard for me to say, the 2006 season, arguably Kobe Bryant's best season of his career in terms of talent. This may have been Kobe's, like, this is just one of those seasons where Kobe Bryant was just on an absolute another level. He was the best player in the world, and he was the best player in the world by so far. To me, it's a joke to even compare anybody to him. LeBron, Nash, Duncan, Garnett, Nowitzki, whoever you want to throw out there, not even close to Kobe Bryant. It's a joke of a comparison. He was so great this season. He averaged 35.4 points per game, 5.4 assists, 5.7 rebounds, 1.4 steals, 0.5 blocks. The man was on an absolute another level. Like I said, I mean, he's been on another level many times, but this was just like, this was peak Kobe Bryant. He played 80 of the 82 games. He took the Phoenix Suns to seven games. They should have won the series. Um, I still hate Tim Thomas for making that three 
to send that game into overtime. But listen, that that Lakers Suns game six, uh, that series, they went up three games to one off the legendary game four where Kobe Bryant hits an unreal layup to send it to overtime and then hits the very, very famous buzzer beater right at the end. Uh, Bryant for the win. Bang! The Mike Green call. Love Mike Green. Love when he says bang. And this was one of those just classic games. Um, like, I just can't get enough of this game, man. This was just like, oh, my goodness. He had 50 points in this game. The Suns end up winning in an overtime. But, man, Kobe Bryant just he dropped 50, and they couldn't get the win. He tried with all his might uh, to will the Lakers to the win. But, unfortunately, they couldn't get it. They blew a 3-1 lead after Kobe had given them the 3-1 lead. Season ended in Mar, but the season, and it was just like, it should have been poetic just the Lakers beat the Suns because Steve Nash won the MVP, and it doesn't make any sense to me. It still doesn't to this day. Like, 05, yeah, no problem. Nash won the MVP. Probably shouldn't have. Shaq should have won it, but that's cool with me. Shaq don't like that at all. I know he hates that, but this still makes me so mad to this day that Steve Nash won that MVP. I called him Steve Trash for so many years because of that. And then he went to the Lakers and didn't do much with the Lakers. Got hurt, barely played with us. So that was another reason I called him Steve Trash. But, man, oh, it's just it's so frustrating to still to this day that Nash won that MVP. And the Lakers couldn't win that series. Tim Thomas, I, I, I hate that you made that shot, man. I wish to this day that you missed that shot, that that shot just rimmed out and the Lakers won that game in the series because, man, Oh, that would have been great. The Lakers would have played the Clippers in the next round. They would have bounced them right out, and then they would have went on to the Western Conference Finals against Dallas. Who knows? They might. Like I said, I wouldn't bet against Kobe that year. The Mavs probably would have won because they ended up beating Phoenix, but you never know, especially Kobe would have had momentum. Kobe could have won that series. Then you get the finals. Could you imagine if Kobe beat Shaq with that team, with Smush Parker and Kwame Brown in his starting lineup? Woo! Ooh, you can never say Shaq better than Kobe. I don't care if Shaq won in his prime. Shaq should be able to do it with Dwayne Wade. Eh, they should most definitely be able to beat that team. But alas, it didn't happen, and that's how the season ended. And the reason that this ranks lower than the other two, honestly, like the championships and finals MVPs really kind of outweigh how great he was in this season and the, the adversity that he faced, especially uh, in 2010. And that's where I'm going to go right into with the number two spot on this list and that is the 20 2009 season where kobe bryant won his fifth and final championship and second and final finals mvp on the regular season the man averaged 27 points he averaged uh, 5.4 rebounds five assists 1.5 steals kobe bryant was still this was his last season as like the full season where he was the best player in the world, including the playoffs. Um, you know, just an unbelievable season. Everybody harps on him for his game seven. Man, still got 15 rebounds. I mean, yeah, he shot bad, but everybody on the team shot bad. Gasol shot terribly, and everybody gives Gasol praise. Like, Gasol saved him. Like, Ron Artest, yeah, he had a big shot. Ron Artest had a great game. He had 20-plus points, but Kobe Bryant was the MVP of that series. I'm not trying to hear it. They always say, oh, Kobe got bailed out. Kobe still played great defense. 
And that game seven was one of the most insane games ever. It was the ultimate game. It was the best game in the history of the NBA, in my opinion. It's what I miss about basketball now, which, and I miss basketball just in general now because we don't have basketball, but I miss the days of defense and toughness and, like, you know, not necessarily fist fighting, but fighting on the court. Like, you're fighting for your lives. You're fighting for that championship. And that's what that game was. That game was the ultimate test of grit. Kobe Bryant had injuries, so many injuries. He had something wrong with his foot. He had a broken index finger on his shooting hand. He had other finger injuries. He had arm, uh, hand injury. Like, he had every injury you could possibly think of. He had knee problems that he was dealing with earlier in the year. That's why he missed uh, nine games. That's when he played 73 games in that season. In the span of 07 08, he played 82. 08 09, he played 82. 10 11, he played 82. 9 10 he only played 73 he was just dealing with so many injuries and this was a season where he hit a lot of buzzer beaters like the famous miami one he hit one against uh milwaukee the, the kings the raptors he had so many buzzer beaters that season it was unbelievable and the, obviously the miami one where he banked in the three over Dwayne wade like that was just unbelievable one of my favorite kobe moments for sure against the miami heat uh no less not the big three miami heat but still it was fun to see that. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal was on that team, too. Shout out Jermaine O'Neal. But, um, man, this was just, like, a great season. The way that he was able to, like, pull himself together. Didn't have the greatest game seven. But, man, like, you can't tell me that Kobe Bryant didn't have an unbelievable finals and an unbelievable playoff run. Like, he was just, he was great in those playoffs. He really was, like. All right, let's see, let's just like if you just look at scoring, game one he had thirty, game two twenty one, then twenty nine and three, thirty three in game four, thirty eight in game five, twenty six in game six, which is a blowout. He didn't even play. He played thirty nine minutes, but like he didn't have to shoot the ball a lot. And then game seven he had twenty three. He had fifteen rebounds in uh, game seven, and then game six he had eleven rebounds. I mean, man. I just don't understand why people don't, like, people got to appreciate how great Kobe Bryant was. And this was one of his great seasons of his career. Second greatest season, in my opinion. But coming in at number one, and honestly, the number one spot, like, it was hard to determine between those three seasons. But number one is the 2008-2009 season. Um, Honestly, like, that was the, the year. I knew right away that that was going to be number one. I'm not going to lie. Uh, he should have won MVP. Uh, like I said, I don't really know if he should have won MVP in 09-10. Like LeBron, sure, LeBron deserved the MVP that year. That's fine. But And LeBron wasn't a better player than Kobe. He's just the MVP. But 08-09, no, I think Kobe should have won the MVP again, which would have given him four in a row. Like I said, he should have won four MVPs in a row. Uh, well, really... Yeah, when when you think about it, he could have won MVP in 04-05 too, but they missed the playoffs. That was the only problem with that. But like I say, he should have won four MVPs in a row. And then it would have been, uh, the way I felt about it, it would have been five out of eight. Yeah. Excuse me, five out of seven. Five MVPs in seven years. That's what he should have done. That's an incredible streak that he should have had. Five MVPs in seven years. Didn't happen. It's all right. But Kobe in this season, he averaged 26.8 points, 5.2 rebounds, 4.9 assists, 
and one and a half steals with .3 blocks. Kobe was just, sorry, half a block as a matter of fact, not .3, .5. But Kobe Bryant was just, he's the best player in the world. It was his second to last year for the entire season and playoffs, being the best player in the world. Uh, this guy was just on an absolute another level. And I've said that a lot about him, obviously. I've said that many, many times. But that's just what Kobe was. He was on another level from anybody who's playing uh, with him at the time. Really, he was playing against Michael Jordan at this point and Kareem because that's who I think I believe that the GOAT conversation is really reserved for three guys, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, four through six on the list. I'd say Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, LeBron James, argue between those. And then after that, you got Shaq, Duncan, Wilt Chamberlain, uh, Hakeem, Oscar Robertson, Bill Russell. You can argue between those guys. But GOAT is three guys, Kobe, Mike, and Kareem. Those are the guys you debate uh, for GOAT. That's my opinion, but, you know, I know other people think LeBron's the GOAT. I know a lot of people, Shannon Sharp and his crew and everybody, you know, they love LeBron James, all the fans. And it's just funny how they're going to argue with Jordan fans on uh, Sunday again. It's going to be a whole battle. All these LeBron fans are coming up ready to rip LeBron. I just love how they're watching The Last Dance. Like, they're watching for ways to rip Jordan, the LeBron fans, that is. the Jordan. There are Jordan fans that are watching just to find ways to rip LeBron. That's hilarious to me, especially the Jordan fans. Like, why don't you just watch it to enjoy and, like, enjoy this never-before-seen footage that you've never seen? I mean, that's what I'm doing. And also waiting for Kobe to get on and hopefully not uh, burst into tears. But is what it is. Well, like I said, that 2008-2009 season, Kobe was he was great. And he was the best player in the world. Uh, one of the best moments of that season, of course, came against the Denver Nuggets Western Conference Finals. Uh, this was the best version of Carmelo Anthony's Denver Nuggets. They had gotten Chauncey Billups that year. It was 1-1. to They were losing, and Kobe Bryant just hit the game-winning three. He hit that three. Yeah, it wasn't a buzzer beater, but it was with about a minute left. Hit a three right in J.R. Smith all over in his grill, and he just had that mamba face, that snarl, and you just knew. You knew the game was over. It was over. So it really was the game-winner because that game was over when he hit that shot. Just a mamba mentality moment and just... The best season to me in Kobe Bryant's career, it ended with a championship. They smoked Orlando in five games. Uh, Orlando put up a really good fight. There were, you know, game two, three, four. They, they were all really good games. Um, Orlando obviously did win game three. But games two and four were really tight games. Derek Fisher had a big shot in game four. But, man, like, I really wish at the time... I'm pretty sure I won money on that series, too, when Orlando beat Cleveland because everybody thought LeBron and Kobe were going to play in the finals. And I wish, of course, now that I was wrong about that, I wish that the Cavs had won that series because Kobe could have given that five-game whooping to the to the Cavs instead. And once again, we wouldn't really be talking about LeBron versus Kobe as much, or at least like we'd have more ammo to you know tear down LeBron. Not tear down, but... I just don't like that people say LeBron's the GOAT and that he's just way better than Kobe and that it's like it's not a comparison. It's like, no, hold on. You're right. It's not a comparison, but it's the other way around, my friend. <laughs> Kobe's the GOAT and LeBron ain't in the discussion. Michael Jordan and Kobe are basically identical and then Kareem is right there with him as well. But that's just my opinion. I don't really care what LeBron James fans think about that. Like, you can go ahead and watch your LeBron James highlights all you want. I don't care. Uh, that's my opinion. I'm, you're never going to change my mind. 
Uh, maybe if LeBron wins like four championships in a row, then maybe he can enter the GOAT conversation. Nah, but uh, honestly, if LeBron does win a championship with the Lakers, he enters the conversation. I'd say that. Sure, four championships with three different teams. Sure, you are in the conversation. Although he's not going to be the best player on the championship team if he does win because Anthony Davis is the best player on the Lakers. But that's neither here nor there. This is about Kobe Bryant. It's the 24th. That's why I did this one. I wanted to do an episode for Kobe. I wanted to do one as soon as I remembered that it was the anniversary of the 60-point game, the greatest finale by any uh, athlete ever. So, And I was like, oh, let me do it on the 24th then. Uh, the top 10 Kobe Bryant seasons, really top 12. But I love doing this. I'm very excited. Uh, we've got more episodes coming up. We're gonna have, uh, we're gonna have the March Madness. Uh, I've got my top 25 March Madness games of all time. I still want to do that. And then, of course, uh, best WrestleMania matches of all time, WWE. Um, it's almost. It's only about 10 days away till May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Uh, on May 4th, I am going to do. A Star Wars podcast. I'm going to be talking all about uh, the Clone Wars. Uh, like I said, that new episode came out today. So there's going to be one episode left, but I'm going to go over the whole season uh, so far and what I liked about it. And I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, I'll probably rank the Star Wars movies too in that, but I really want to do a lot about Clone Wars. Uh, so look out for that. Uh, I've got a lot of content coming up. Very excited. Uh, check out our website, we're going to have the episode right on the website, www.seethegame.com. And, of course, you want to check us out on social media. We've got Twitter and Instagram now. It's at uh, seethegame24. So if you want to check us out on social media, again, Instagram and Twitter, seethegame24. Uh, the first posts on that account are going up tonight, uh, talking about this episode and previewing it. So check us out on social media. We're going to be having content up there. And check out the website. Uh, it's very hard to do this with the quarantine going on, but I'm trying as hard as I can to get articles and videos up there. Uh, be patient with me. But all that stuff is c- coming up very soon. Uh, so just be on the lookout. We got more content coming up. Thanks for checking us out. Again, seethegame.com, uh, seethegame24 on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks for listening, guys.